it's kind of a pre-service prayer to pray about, you know, things. It's, it, it wouldn't be the kind of prayer that you need in church because, be honest, I mean, I, and I know the ones in there must have felt what I felt. We, we knew we had to stop because of time. But if you know God at all, you didn't, you didn't, want, to, you, you didn't want to stop. You didn't want to disengage a while ago. It was that good. How many know if one could put a thousand in flight, two could put ten thousand in flight? How many know that? How many know that revival is already happening? Now revival will look, will look different. It, it, it'll look differently in different places. God will pour out His goodness and His gift in many places. All we need is hunger. Obviously, the, 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 there's no great oratory preaching going on there. And they refuse, you know, ma ma you know, major uh, musical bands to come and, and orchestrate the whole thing. They didn't want to. They, they didn't want to do that. They kept it just as simple as they could, because really the demise of every revival that I know that stopped it was when man began to orchestrate it. You can't put one on. You can't make it start, but you can make one stop. But you got to be. You just got to be open and be hungry to it. And it might look, it, it may manifest in different ways to different people. And I'm, I'm not judging by the one that's going on in Asbury. I'm just saying, I know you're aware of that and, uh, in Kentucky and then other campuses. Well, that's what God said, that, that, that you're in a spiritual awakening. It's already begun. The awakening's already begun. So if you're not awake, wake up. Well, if one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight, wonder what happened if... Uh, a few of us this morning for like five minutes just prayed. However you want to pray. I'm believing that we're in, we're in times of the, of, the, of the awakening. I'm thinking there's certain prophecies that I don't have time to mention that's been spoken specifically over this state. I don't know if we still have them out there, but uh, we used to have all the prophecies, just the ones that we know about collected, and there was a number of them. I mean, a number of them. And... Uh, and God never forgets what he said. I have the, uh, I have the words and the music uh, to when Wynn Goss was here. And he, him, he was sitting up here one Sunday night on the stool. Um, Wynn's from Wales. And he, they were doing worship and praise. And all of a sudden, the song changed. And it was a song. But then I realized it wasn't a song. I realized it was prophetical. And I looked up and his wife looked at him because she's like, I don't know this one. <laughs> I mean, you want to start a new song? I mean, we, we, you should have told me. But it wasn't about, uh, it wasn't that song. It was a psalm, P-S-A-L-M. It, it was a prophetical song. And it was about the state of Alabama and what God was going to do in the state of Alabama. And uh, maybe sometime we'll, we'll play it you know, with the words and such as that. And, you know, you can say, well, that was a few years ago. Well, I don't know if four or five years is long to God. That, that probably is a long time to God, four or five years. I mean, I'm, that's probably, you know, he is the ancient of days. I heard he got his... Uh, uh, his first Social Security check this week, so he's finally he's he's finally reached the age. Praise the Lord, and now he can get on Medicare and everything. Praise the Lord. I know he's so excited. You don't believe none of that, do you? 
Thank God you don't. So, Father, in Jesus' name, here we are. Here we are. And here you are. And so here we are together. We didn't come to have church or do church. We didn't come to experience church. We come to live in your presence. Without your presence, we are the poorest people on the planet. We invite you. We welcome you. We want you. We desire you. We thank you for your love, your goodness. We thank you for your glorious presence this morning. We yield. We yield to you. Yes, I. Yes, yes. Not my will be done, but your will be done. On earth, as it is in heaven. We thank you for the glorious presence of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Guest. We honor you and bless you this morning. We worship you. You can pray, please. What is that, Lord? Shut that up, Mama, Mama. Shut up, Mama, Mama. Sit down. Sit down. Is that the right word? Shut that up, Oh, And it shall be an invasion. The invading force. Oh, so your presence, your presence, your glory, your presence. Oh, yes, I, yes, 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 you are the healer. You are the healer. <laughs> oh, the stripes of Jesus on the, oh, be healed in Jesus' name. Oh, so, uh, be whole in Jesus' name. Oh, 
there's something loose in you. In all of you, you're, you're not releasing. You're being more of a spectator. The Lord desires fellowship with you. He wants fellowship with you. It's not that you have to be loud, but you have to be activated. Hunger is filled. He will saturate you this morning. He will saturate you this morning. So, Oh, said Ezekiel, called it the, the, the shower of blessings. He did, he did. So did pour out, pour out, pour out. So did he. Oh, pour out, pour out, pour out. So did he. He said, of course, said, Oh, I know, I know. Time, 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 time. Time, know the time, redeem the time, understand the time. Make it profitable, make it usable. Understand that time is slipping, 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 slipping away. Move, 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 move out, move out, move out, move out. Go, 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 go. Sin, 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 sin. Time, time, time. Tick-tock, tock, tock. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Time, time. Time is moving quickly. So, souls, 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 souls. So, praise you, Jesus. Praise you, wonderful Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how we love Jesus. Oh, how we love Jesus because he first loved us. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. He first loved you. Oh, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let go of that, let go of that, let go of that. Lord, you'll have to do it. You know I, I, I can't do this. It's just not mine, it's yours. I just get out of your way, sir. Yes, yes, Oh, yeah, oh, oh, this is that. <laughs> yeah, that's what Joel said. Uh, this, uh, and Peter, 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 Peter had to explain that. This is that which was spoken uh, by the prophet Joel, <laughs> that in the last days, whoo, that you would pour out of your spirit on your sons and your daughters. Ooh, glory to God. And they'll prophesy. Because <laughs> you said they would and they have 
Koha, so And this is the work that Jesus began to do, but now at Acts 1, Acts 1, the work that he both began to do and teach, he commanded them to go to Jerusalem and to be filled with the Spirit. They waited for the promise. And on that day, on the day of Pentecost, <laughs> the promise that you made, you came like a rushing mighty wind. You came like a rushing mighty wind. You came like a rushing mighty wind and you filled all, 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 all the house. And the Spirit of God, Holy Ghost came in as a rushing mighty wind. Baptized them in the Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Ghost and fire. Holy Ghost and fire. 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 Oh, let the fire burn. Let, let, let the fire consume all that's not of him. The dross, he'd be gone. The sin, the weights that so easily beset us. So let the fire, let the fire burn. Let the fire consume. Let the fire purify. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, my, 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 my. This, and so now this, this, this day, this day, is that, this is that which you have spoken? Uh, I pray that our eyes are opened. That we will have the wisdom as the sons of Issachar who they understood the times that they were in. That they, we are not dull of hearing. We understand time and purpose. Somebody here had a sore throat this week or you have one right now in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Swallow, you'll find out it's gone. And the symptoms that was accompanied was gone. Jesus' name is gone. Hmm. Someone hurting in their shoulder. The joint. I rebuke the arthritis and the inflammation in Jesus' name. I command those bones to be lubricated and be healed. Behold, in Jesus' name. Right now, right now, be healed. Right now, be healed. I rebuke every symptom. Out, 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 out. In Jesus' name. 
go ahead and find out. Go ahead. You'll, you, you, you'll find out that your arms heal. Your shoulders heal. Go ahead and move it around. That you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You say, well, I, it's not that, but uh, if, if you have any joint, hallelujah, go ahead and move it around. Glory to God, you'll find out. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Go ahead and be free right now. Go, go, go ahead and be free right now. Y'all know how to engage? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, this ain't, this ain't bingo night. This ain't L47. Glory be to God. Come on. Don't, don't, don't leave the way that you came in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever said this in my life. But this is what I heard. The Lord said, I never created type one, type two diabetes or any kind of type. He said, I'm the cure for it. So right now, be cured in Jesus name. All you got to say is I receive it. I receive it. I take it. It's mine in Jesus name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I'm just, I'm just hearing what he's saying. Someone here, um, or someone, are we on? We're not on. Are we on? Someone here or someone watching, either you are going to have or you are considering having, or they told you you need to have a cataract surgery. I heard the Spirit of God say that. So in Jesus' name right now, I speak to those cataracts and I curse them at the root. And I command them to go and to die. You'll, and you'll find out you won't need that surgery. In, in Jesus' name, right now, whoever, whoever you are, it could be more than one, you're healed in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Many, many, many people this morning are being healed of sinus infections right now in Jesus' name. Sinus and allergies are, are, are a curse. And you've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Not some of it, but all of it. Hallelujah. Your nasal passages will be opened up. Praise the Lord. The allergies will dry up. They're all from hell anyway, in Jesus' name. So we can tell the allergies to go to hell. Praise God. Our God is a good God. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Different moves of God would look different in different places, okay? But you have to engage. If God wanted to pour himself out on the nursery... He might bring different kind of gifts. At one time, I wanted a little red truck, fire truck to play with. That don't impress me no more. <laughs> but it might impress a four-year-old, you know, all day long. Hallelujah. Of, of all the truths that I've learned, can I tell you what I believe is the most amazing truth that I've learned? It's how much God loves us. And uh, out of all the time that I've been a Christian and studied and didn't know I was studying for the pastor and, 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 been, and I don't know any revelation greater than God's love. And this, this is what impresses me so much. I am so impressed with this that I, I don't even know how to articulate it. And if you're not watchful, you just look like, well, we know, we know that. That's why maybe it doesn't work for you. I am so impressed <laughs> that Jesus is, has made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That I don't, I don't, I can't understand it. You, you, you have been made right with God. Do you know how many people and politicians that you couldn't even get into their office? 
Who are you? you? You'd never get past the front door. You'd never get through security. And yet you're sitting in the thr throne, throne room right now. I command that poverty situation in Liberia to be broken now in Jesus' name. I command finances to be released into that area, into that region. I command, I command, I command governmental change into Liberia right now in Jesus' name. I command restoration of that, uh, 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 of that area, the Monrovia in Liberia in Jesus' name. I command the, the, the pastors there uh, will begin to see a, a change in a move of God in their churches, in their communities in Jesus' name. They'll begin to see the goodness of God. Pastors, preach, pastors don't preach the problem over there. Start, 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 <laughs> start, <laughs> well, praise God. Start, start, <laughs> hallelujah. I, I know what I want to say. Start stu studying whatever you do on the goodness of God. The, the, the goodness of God. Begin to invade your, your, uh, uh, invade your thinking and, and do your studies and, and look up all the scriptures and just begin to preach on the, on the goodness of God because there's an outpouring that's coming, hallelujah, off the coast all the way into Liberia in Jesus' name. And there's a turnaround. I prophesy and decree a turnaround in that area in Jesus' name. Uh, there'll be miracles and signs and wonders and there'll be, there'll, there'll be an increase, a great increase of finances in Jesus' name. It's not, it's not no, no matter who God uses, you give God all the glory. You forget the man, you forget the woman, but you give God all the praise. Yes, we appreciate those. We appreciate the gift, but let's don't, let's don't get it mixed up. Huh? People are, are, are channels, but God's our source. Because the channel from which you receive one day could be, be dried up and be gone just like that. You say, what would I be left with? Well, if your trust was right, you'd be left with God. Yes. Glory to be God. <laughs> what if every man left you and God's still with you? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Uh, I, 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 I see joint pain leaving people right now just all over the place. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and move your joints and go ahead and get the oil of the Holy Ghost. Sita <laughs> bakata. I'm just following the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I can't help the cameras on. I don't care. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. In the name of Jesus. By his stripes, you are healed. By his stripes, you are whole. You say, well, this is just age. Really? Give me that scripture, would you? Praise the Lord. Moses went up the hill at 120 years old. He jumped in his, in, in his little electric wheelchair. Oh, that's right. He didn't have one, did he? The Lord said, it's time for you to come up and, and uh, Joshua to take over. He says, come on up at 120 years old and die. He said, do what? He said, die. Moses said, how do you die? He said, come on up here. I'll show you. He just had to go to sleep. And the Lord said, you know, just took your breath and took him with him. Praise God. Hallelujah. People now they get 40, won't put some, have a birthday party. They'll put a sign in someone's yard and said, Lordy, Lordy, Joe Bob 40. He says, you're like you're some old thing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You need to hang around. Most people don't even have sense until they get about 70. 
already done. <laughs> you, have to, you have to grow up and go through all that sometimes craziness and get married and raise kids. Then, then 10 years after kids think, what was, what was that about? <laughs> Just to figure out when you're 70, kind of what you did. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. And there was, we just become useful and everybody wants to go to the grave. <laughs> no, no, no. You're just useful to the kingdom now. Hallelujah. You're not on no fixed income. I'm just saying that because I heard it. It had nothing to do with, it had nothing to do with joint pain, did it? It didn't sound like it. it, it Lord just knows there's a lot out there to fix. <laughs> he said, I could unfix your finances for you. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I could just sit here and have a Holy Ghost meeting. And I'm all for it. Hallelujah. Some of y'all need to wake up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some of y'all need to wake up. Hallelujah. Ezekiel called it the showers of blessings. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, when you get a cheap water bottle, you got to go like this. <laughs> Glory to God. Not like your mama's church. Praise God. Well, here we go. Let me tell you what the Holy Ghost told me this week. Let me get my... Hallelujah. Well, we only got a few minutes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So begin to think on the goodness of God. <laughs> Do, uh, see, it was happening back there in prayer, and I, I could have said what I heard back there. And I, I wanted to ask God about it because he's a builder. And we were back there praying, and the Lord said... I saw these roots. We back there praying, pre-service prayer. There's like four of us, right? One for four. Of us. And 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 uh, and I remember the house that I'm in. The the, the there. Uh, uh, what y'all's names? Uh, Lawrence. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so I, I remember trying to. I, I I had some sod, but I didn't have I didn't have enough money to buy three acres of sod. But I I, I, bought, I bought plenty. And then I had to just get grass, you know what I'm talking about? So I had to go out there and I was cutting, I was cutting roots forever. I was sweating. I was getting rocks and root and everything. And it took me a long time to get the, that out. And when we was praying this morning, he said, he says, you can put the ax up. He says, you're past that stage. I said, uh, and I thought, and, and I don't even know what he's talking about. What stage? I, I, I'm thinking, well, that's good news no matter what we're talking about. You know? <laughs> this is just back there in prayer for a few minutes. And, and, and as we was praying, and, and, and Matt was praying, and we was all praying, and Bill was praying, and, and Pam was, uh, she, she was in heaven, I think, where she was at. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And uh, he said, what you're doing here is the foundation. He says, you're laying the foundation. He says, the guy, the, the guy next to you understands that very well. He said, he, he understands it actually. He says, you understand the concept, but he really knows about it. He knows nothing will last without a proper foundation. Amen. See, God needs, God places people just like that in your church. Foundational people. 
He said, because when the storm comes. I mean, Nathan can tell you the same thing. I remember years ago, you used to watch these commercials, <laughs> commercials on TV. It said, paint your car. You run it through here for like two ninety nine. It's like a car wash. Kids come out there with another color. On it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why does he want $3,000 and I can get it done for three ninety nine? dollars Well, come see me after two more car washes and you'll know why. <laughs> you'll, you'll come through it again and you'll have no color. <laughs> <laughs> no one's fixed anything. No one's done any primer work. No one's fixed any bondo. They just wanted that outward coat, right? Cheap and quick. <laughs> well, we all want that. <laughs> we're, we're not even happy with, you know, uh, drive-through restaurants. It's like, that was over several minutes. And y'all weren't nice to me like Chick-fil-A. You didn't tell me my pleasure. <laughs> but, they, but, but they miss it too. They miss it. I blessed them the other day. First time Chick-fil-A ever made a mistake. I went by and I got a, a, a chicken something biscuit. Had more than that. Had more than my order. And the only thing missing out of mine was the chicken. <laughs> I had bread and cheese. But I was already seven miles down the road. And I'm like, man, I don't even want the cheese. I was just like, I said, are you telling me to fast? He didn't say anything. I said, well, it's my pleasure. <laughs> Praise God. The Lord's trying to get to us just, just this one simple idea. And, uh, I have, to, I have to give you a title for the day. Let me look it up. Um, what God sees when he looks at you. Huh? But you know, we're talking about the kingdom because it's the priority of Jesus. It's the priority of the head of the church. It's the center of everything. Everything comes under, under the headquarters of the kingdom of God. Everything. Everything that you have, everything that you need, everything that you'll ever need for life or your calling or your ministry all comes through the kingdom of God. Jesus is king. I, I want to say that a little bit more force. Y'all help me. Jesus is king. Now, we're going to say Jesus just right and king just right, but let's do it with some. Ready? Jesus is king. So when everything in your life looks like it's going the other way, Bring it back into the kingdom or bring the kingdom to that. See, Jesus, Jesus sent 12 out. Then he sent 70 more and he said, preach what? The kingdom. He said, heal, heal the sick. Heal the sick. Not pray for them. Heal them. He said, cast out devils. You say, what kind? Any of them. Any of them. He said, raise the dead. You say, well, we haven't went to Bible school yet, Jesus. <laughs> well, this is your Bible school. This is your Bible school. Huh? In other words, when, you, when, 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 when you, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I don't want to play. I just like, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When, um, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive boldness. 
boldness. So it, it won't be hard to go out into the community. You can say, well, I, I'm just no good at that. Well, we're not talking about you anyway. You died. <laughs> he took too much you. The same about you. You know, Galatians 2.20 said, I died. And I was crucified with Christ. I, see, you died. And he says, of course, you know, I didn't physically die, but by substitution, Jesus died for me. So I, 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 I was crucified with Christ, which then you died with Christ. Then you was buried with Christ. But through the faith and the operation of God, you was what? Raised with Christ. Now, anyone, you, you do believe that scripture, right? Paul said, I, was, I died with Christ, I was crucified with Christ, I was buried with Christ, and I was raised with Christ. So you, you, you should be pretty bold because you've been through some stuff. <laughs> if someone crucified you, huh, buried you, sent you to hell, and then raised you up, you mean you can't, you can't knock on someone's door and say, hello, Jesus loves you? Really? You've already been to hell through Jesus. Now, I know we didn't physically go to hell. I'm, I'm, for those of you watching, they know what I'm talking about here. But by substitution, Galatians 2.20, he says, this is what happened. In other words, your identity is what? In him. So no matter what your crisis is, if, if you have a crisis, I preached this a few weeks ago. Whenever, whenever you're in crisis, everyone ever been in a crisis? I have. And the, the, the first three words is what it feels like. Cry. cry. Crisis makes you want to cry. I'm in a cry crisis. Just know this: that the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, and I'll talk about the difference one day. The king, the kingdom of heaven, has never been in crisis mode. They've never sounded the alarm. Well, there was. I mean, if they was ever going to sound one, it was when it was when they would have dropped, kicked Lucifer off the side, and all his angels. But it wasn't no big fanfare about that. You would think that would have been books. You just talk about that one war, right? It only got a few scriptures in the book. I mean, if the Lord had wanted to bring you all the details of that war, it would have taken more than this one book right here to do it. So it was, it was a pretty simple matter. There was an insurrection in heaven, and God doesn't allow that. <coughs> he says, so you don't like living here with me, right? I mean, he's saying, I, I, I'm here, and you don't like living here with me? You don't like how I do things? Like you woke up this morning and you want to beat me and you're going to, and I heard that you're talking with some of my angels about exalting the throne here at my house, uh, above my house. That's, that, that, that's your plan? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. <laughs> like mama, like my mom did when I got in trouble. Come here, baby. He's like, <laughs> and he just he just drop kicked him. Maybe that's where Smith Wigglesworth got that spirit on him. Just like, <laughs> and Isaiah said, I saw him fall. <laughs> he, he felt like fire and lightning. Bam! It's a meteor. No, it's little. No, it's it's little. It's little Lucifer. <laughs> And then people still listen to him. Why would, why would you listen to him? He doesn't own anything. Why would you listen to him? You say, I'm not listening to him. Well, your, your feelings and your emotions and all the things that tell you it ain't working. That's listening to him, right? You listen to your senses. You're listening to him. 
He had a, he had a great job. <laughs> when you listen to him, you listen to a fired employee. A homeless fired employee. He doesn't even have a home yet. He's roaming around in the earth just looking for somewhere to bother. He will have a home one day. It's called hell. Praise the Lord. He, he'll finally have his own kingdom and his own address. <laughs> Hallelujah. And our job, <laughs> our job is to preach the gospel, the good news to people who are blinded, who can't see the truth. I mean, you, 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 know, you know the devil had to get in all kind of commercials. Like when you drink beer, the, a Miller, what, what they always called it? The high life. Really? Miller time. High life. <laughs> Drinking it and then just, just eat your, your brain cells up. Drink yourself into oblivion. And one day you just have two brain cells left. One waving bye-bye at the other one. Bye. It's not the high life. It's the low life. Huh? <clears throat> Come into the Jesus club and you'll be in the high life. Glory to God. Come on, get filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. See, some of y'all got the Holy Ghost, you thought, but you, but, but you left before you got the fire. Huh? <laughs> you left too early. Get the Holy Ghost and the what? Fire. The Holy Ghost into what? Fire. Fire. So give me the fire, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, the, so the kingdom is a big deal. Now, what, is, what, what does God see when he sees you? Now, just, just remember, it's the highest priority. So we're living in two worlds. We're living in a visible and an invisible world, right? Colossians 1, 15, 16, and 17, the NIV says this. Colossians 1, 15, 16, 17 says, The Son is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of all creation. For, verse 16, For in him... All things were created, things in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, powers, or rulers, or authorities. All those things have been created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Now, now, now in that verse, people wonder sometimes, now wait a minute, that, that's, the same, that's the same thing that, that the enemy calls his thing, you know, uh, principalities and powers. Well, he, he did. The, the, the structure came from God. God had principalities and he had powers and he had rulers. See, rank and order in heaven. In other words, they weren't, they weren't evil at the time. But when they got to listening to Lucifer, you see. So God's the one who created principalities and powers and rulers. Might not of the darkness. And so all so all Satan did, but he, does, he, he set up his own kingdom. Now, it, it has structure. It has order. And he has power. He just didn't have authority. He has power. You understand? If you don't know who you are in Christ and you, 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 you choose the wrong things the wrong ways, uh, I, I don't want to say it's just blank, but uh, he's killed many. He has power. If you want to mess with him, you'll find out he has power. But he has no power over you. See, to, to, to you, he's a defeated foe. 
to you, he's the the lowest form of anything on the planet. (laughs) To you. See, why? Because Jesus spoiled principalities and powers and rivers of the darkness. And then he took, uh, Colossians 2, 14 says, he took that which was against you, that which was written on stones. What was that? What, What was written on stones? Oh, the law, right? The commandments. And he took that and the Bible says he nailed that to the cross. So what he did is he, he disarmed the devil to have anything against you. And there was, so, so the devil is, is talking. He's got this, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know much about, I wish I did. Uh, some of y'all military, what's, what's a, what kind of, what would you fight a war with? It's, yeah, what, what, what's out there today? Forget the military. What, what, what would the people in the mob use? I'm, I'm, I'm you know, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but. A what? We don't know. See, we're, see, see, so, we, so see, we, we didn't rob anybody because we don't even know what the stuff is to buy. So we don't, we didn't know it. But you know, you watch the TV like a machine gun, like, like whatever. The, de- the devil has that. But he don't have any bullets. Because Jesus disarmed him. If, if, if I lost my arm, it, if it was severed off, it would be disarmed. How would I hit you with it? Now, I'm left-handed, but I'm in my right brain. They tell me. If you're left-handed, you, know, you work out of your right. So I'm, I'm, I'm in my right brain. Now, I know most things in my refrigerator, my, you know, that, that lid's on crooked. Because they make your... <laughs> Bless her heart. Bless me. Praise the Lord. I'm going to deal with people in the right-handed world. But anyway, so, so we've been... You, you, you need to know this, that there's, uh, there's two destroyers in the world. Did you know that? How many of you know who the two destroyers are in the world? Well, we know, we know that Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. Right? But you also need to think about it in these terms that Jesus is the, is the second destroyer. For this purpose, the Son of God came that he might. We got two destroyers. This is not patty cake. Baker's man. One day the devil's going to be putting the oven fast as he can. <laughs> Turn up the heat. Hot on the seat. Don't feel, don't feel sorry for him when they burn his feet. Don't know if that rhymed or not, but anyway, it just kind of came to me. First <laughs> John 5 verse 10 in the ESV says this. First John 5 verse 10 in the ESV says, whoever, whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his Son. Verse 11, and this is the testimony. You all hear the testimony of God? God's got a testimony. Here's, here's his testimony that God gave you eternal life and that life is, was in his son and whoever has the son has that life. Glory to God. That's, that's God testifying. Whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. So Jesus came to wage the battle of the, of the destroyers. 
Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to wage the battle of the destroyers. Satan is God's enemy, and he's also yours. He is your adversary, right? So we know that uh, for that purpose. So Satan deceived Eve in the garden. This is a quick story. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God. He stole their authority. He stole their dominion. And here's what I want you to get this morning at the very end. When he stole their authority and a dominion, he, he put a cap on them. He put a cap on what would have been, should have been, could have been, what God, what God wanted. He put a cap on them and he limited their potential. See, God does nothing without purpose. What he's doing right now in Kentucky, he has a great purpose for it. But he wants to do that everywhere. It, it, it may not look like that everywhere, but he wants, to, he, <laughs> he wants that everywhere. But he needs some kingdom-minded people to know, and, and to know who they are. That you can stand there even when Jesus is fulfilling his purpose. And then, and then when he goes before Pilate and his, they've already slapped and beaten, pulled out his beard and, and, and already, already gave him a really bad day. He hadn't been to the whipping post. North of the cross and Pilate said, hey, I see no wrong in this man. But that was his purpose, right? So it, it said he stood before his accusers like a lamb. He would not open his mouth. Because if he'd opened his mouth, he would have rescued himself. And legions of angels would have came down. And you and I would still be lost. So he took, he took the torture. He took the shame. He died as one who was guilty of everything, yet he had done nothing. And Pilate said, don't you understand what's about to happen here? Don't you know when you stand before me? Don't you know I have the power to have you crucified, to have you set free? And Jesus finally opened his mouth. And he said this. He said, you have no power over me at all unless the Father had given you from above. Amen. That didn't make sense in the, in the natural brain. Man, man tied like this. He says, you have no power over me at all. You have no power over me at all. The powers that come against you right now, they have no powers over you against you at all. None. My purpose here today is to, is to raise an awareness on the inside of you of who, who you really are. So that, 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 you, that you find him in the word. And when you find him, you'll find you because... The greatest mystery that was that the Bible said it, God hid it. He actually hid it for ages. He, he hid it until it was time to bring it out. And, and, and the greatest mystery of all times was hid until the apostle Paul brought it out. And he says, the mystery is this. It's no longer Christ back there behind the curtain, behind the veil. No, he's moved out. And now he's, he has a new address. He's moved in. He's moved out so he can move in. This is that. 
Now, that which was spoken, God has done because no longer is it something that was prophesied. It has now happened. Now, I'm telling you, he, 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 as you begin, <laughs> I could do it better in tongues if I could. It would be a lot easier, but it wouldn't help us. It helped me. It helped me a whole lot. It edified me a whole lot. Praise the Lord. It charged me up really good. I got pulled over years ago. I was praying in tongues for quite a while. And I, and I was, you know, don't, don't drive when you're doing that. Don't drink and drive. And, and I was drinking heavy in the Holy Ghost that day. And I was, and I was like, I've learned pull over. If it gets like that, just pull over. You can laugh, you can cry, you do whatever. But cop come up and, you know, he, it was years ago. And he says, uh, would you take a breath out? I said, I'll take anything you got. But he said, have you been drinking? I said, sort of. <laughs> I mean, I was a little bit like three sheets in the wind in a good way. And, uh, and I guess I've been weaving a little bit, not bad. You know, I wasn't unsafe. And he says, so can I look in your car so you can look anywhere you want to? I said, you want to smell my breath? He says, not really. I said, <laughs> I, said I wouldn't either. I just wonder if y'all ever want to do all that. I said, I was praying, to be honest with you, and I just got happy. He, he said, oh. He says, well, yeah, but he's moving all over the place. I said, I was real happy. <laughs> I said, I had problems. So I got my car, and uh, I said, I don't know what you believe. I said, he said, I'm a Christian. I said, I don't know if you believe in being filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. He says, I've heard of those, those tongues. I said, well, if you want to, you can hear them again. If you got some time. <laughs> and I said, and he said, oh. I said, well, and he didn't ask, but I started preaching to him, you know, because that's what I do, right? And I said, Peter had to stand up and had to explain the whole thing. They were looking like, there ain't no way that people know our language. And look, they there's all kinds of languages going on with these people who can't even speak it. Speaking in our language. Amen. Huh. That's a mystery, isn't it? God knows how to mess with people's brains. I love it. God goes, just watch here, watch here, watch here, watch here, watch here. I won't have them speak German, and they don't even know speaking German. But they're over there, and, they're, and I've been trying to get a message to them, but I'm going to have them speak it. And they go over and give a tongue in German and don't even know what they're talking. I mean, it sounds like gibberish to them, but they're over talking in German or Wapanese, you know, whatever. Not Wapanese, but anyway, whatever it is, all these different dialects and tongues, but someone else hears it. Well, the, I, I, I've read of all those things happening before. They're a sign and a wonder. It's caused people to be saved, born again, healed, delivered, set free. I mean, it's not hard for God to get someone's attention. You just have someone sitting here, someone sitting over there, someone praying the Holy Ghost, someone interpreting over here, or someone to know, know, know what's being said in other tongues. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not hard. It's not hard. We, 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 we've been trying to do this without, the, without fresh oil. We're, it's time for a lot of us to get oil changed. I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. Some of you need an enema. For a body to stay healthy, it, it, it needs a flushing out every now and then. Holy Ghost prunes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Carrying around things that you shouldn't be carrying around. There, if it stays there too long, whatever, I'm not saying what it is, it will become toxic. And I've seen a lot of toxic Christians. You know, going to church. Like, good morning. How's your oh, it's great. It's wonderful. Praise the Lord. Glad to be here this morning. Yeah, you too. Good to see you. Good to see you. 
Y'all doing all right? Oh, yeah, we winning on every side. Oh, my stomach hurt. Oh, my, oh, I ain't got a, come borrow five dollars. You're not winning on every side. You're skin up on every side. Hallelujah. God, God's got a plan. See, we, 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 we learned enough faith talk just to, just to fake it. I'm, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed enough. Blessing don't overtake me. Then we get back home and I'm going to tell you this and get in the fight on the way home. Because we can't pay the bills. Hallelujah. I've done all that before. I know something about it. Hallelujah. I remember years ago, I heard this somewhere and I used it one time. I had so many bills I couldn't even pay them. I mean, there were so many bills I couldn't even make a dent in them. And I, and I told Michelle, I said, I, I'm going to take them. You shouldn't have that pressure on you. And that, that's good wisdom for a man. That some, you know, if there's an agreement there, maybe you need to pay the bills. Especially if there's not enough there. Don't, don't put that on her. Now, if you can't, I got to give it back to her. But anyway, the guy called me one time and he was, well, he was, just, he was talking to me like, like I was less than a human. You saw this and you should have all that. And where's this money? If you don't do all this and I, and I had all I could take, I said, hey. He said, what? I said, you listen to me. I said, I got a new way. I'm going to pay my bills. I said, next week, I'm going to take all my bills. I'm going to put them on the table. And I said, I'm going to shuffle them around and I'm going to pull out three of them. And that's the three I'm going to pay. And if you ever talk to me like that again, you're never going to get the shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> he, he quit calling me. <laughs> or you could take them and I'll throw them up to the ceiling. And the, whichever one sticks it, that's what I'm going to pay. Have a good day. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but I've talked to that checkbook. Yeah, talked to a checkbook. Well, Jesus talked to storms and withered hands and arms. And, you know, he talked to trees. Well, they make money out of trees. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise you ought to hug a tree and say, be money in Jesus' name. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's, that's not real scripture or anything. <laughs> but anyway, praise the Lord. But, but what Satan did, they spiritually died, and, and, then, and then they, they, they saw they were naked, remember? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> they didn't have on Levi's before then. <laughs> but they didn't know it. They were clothed with what? In the glory of God. But now they've lost their spiritual connection with God, right? They're, they're spiritually dead. They, the, the, they've, they've lost uh, their, their true, what was actually their true intelligence, has now been stripped away from them. And now, and now they're living in this physical world. They were in that world, but they, but they weren't aware of it in the sense of being in the spirit and in fellowship with God and seeing as God sees and walking in communion with God. What we fall into sometimes is because when your word taught, you always thank God you're going for the word, but, but let's don't just have the word without his presence. If you don't have his presence, his word won't mean anything to you. We need the Word and the Spirit. We need the Spirit and the Word. If the Spirit, if the Spirit has no place in us, then the Word just becomes an, another letter. We need both. we got to have both. Sometimes I put my Bible up and I just say, well, praise the Lord, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. This is, I'll be by myself. I did that this week and I said, well, I've studied that. I don't know. It seemed like there's something else to do. I don't know what it is. And I had a couple things going on. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I closed my Bible up. And I said, I, I'm just going to stir myself up in the Holy Ghost. Stir myself up in the Holy Ghost. How do you do that? 
Well, I began to put myself in remembrance of, uh, uh, of who I am and what Jesus had done, hard done for me, what he's done for you. I began to think about all sorts of things that I've read and the Lord spoke to me about. And then I began to think about how he had already come through many times. I went back to when I was a kid. I went back to where I should have died on Airport Road in Clanton, Alabama at 16 years old, driving a 73 Grand Prix Pontiac, probably just a little bit too fast. Or maybe a lot too fast. And I was fooling with the music and I looked up and here was a truck coming, and he wasn't looking either. I don't know if he was intoxicated or whatever, but I was about halfway on the bridge, and there was no way, and I was blowing the horn, and we had less than three seconds. And I was blowing the horn, and I, was, and I put on the brakes, and, and he was in the middle lane coming for me, and I, and I closed my eyes, and I said, Jesus, and I, and I did like this, halfway on the bridge. And a few seconds later, opened my eyes and I was on the other side of the bridge on the right hand side of the road and the car was in park. I should have been in a grave when I was 16 years old. But God. <laughs> I bet you got some but guys too. <clears throat> Might have created some of your own, some of your own mischief. <laughs> but, but thank God he had a plan. Whoo, thank God he had a plan. Thank God he had a plan. <laughs> thank God he had a plan. Even when I was off doing my own thing, thinking I was running the show. Thank God he had a plan. Thank God he still has a plan. <laughs> Glory be to God. He hadn't forgot you. Glory be to God. He's still with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never fail you. He'll never forsake you. He'll watch over his word to perform it. In your young days and in the middle days and even in your older days, he's with you. He's your strengthener. He's your standby. He's your counselor. He's your friend. Hallelujah. He's your advocate. He'll go to war with you. He's a man of love, but he's also a man of war. <laughs> so I began to stir myself up in these things. And if I was to stir yourself up in the Holy Ghost, and I began to think about different people who ministered certain things to me, laid hands on me, and I said, that's right, that's right, that's right. And I got this anointing on the inside of me. First John 2, 27, you got it in you. But if the same spirit abides in you, that anointing, that anointing that abides, 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 it stays on the inside of you. It stays on the inside of you. You don't know how too powerful these two things are right here. Ooh, glory be to God. We're talking about a weapon, a physical weapon. You know what, what happens when you put these hands on people and knowing who you are, what you got in you, what you can transfer into a, to a body. They don't even have to agree with you. If they don't agree with you, you, you or you don't want to pray with them, like, like you, you, know, you can just like, like you're talking with them, you know. But in your mind, what you're doing is. There you go. I'm doing what? Transferring. Now, if I got someone I agree with, I said, here, just let me have your hand. I said, then I just bless you in Jesus' name. I speak life and health into your body right now in Jesus' name. I command every symptom to go in Jesus' name. But if I can't do that, I'll say, well, how y'all been doing? Well, good to see you. How's the kids? No, don't tell me about that. I know about all that. But, 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 but just, <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow. Anyway, praise the Lord. <laughs> see, I'm talking about, huh? You know, you know where I learned that from? John G. Lake, just reading his books. Because yeah. a man came to see him. 
it's, it, if you have your stick book, it's in there. One of those books. A man came to see him and he says, I don't believe like you believe. He said, but can you help me? And so John G. Lake, isn't that funny? I don't believe nothing that you preach. Can you help me? That's nuts, ain't it? It'd be like me saying, bring my car to you. Say, I, 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 I don't like anything you do mechanically. You think you can help me with my car? Does that, does that make sense? So John G. Lake, says, he, the man said, I don't believe like you. I don't believe what you do. I don't even like the way you do it. He said, but you got anything you could help me with? <clears throat> and, and, and he had arthritis and he had a, a bad leg and stuff like that. And he had a, uh, you know, the cane that has the, goes around the wrist. But he, but he had two of them. And so John G. Lake didn't, didn't, didn't talk to him at all about the spiritual things. He said, and he just started talking and, hey, what you doing? And all that. And uh, y'all got kids. Well, oh, you used to work at so-and-so, you know. And, and for a long, he says, for a long, he said, I started walking to the door because he had an office and there was a long hall to go into John G. Lake's office. So he could just keep on talking. He says, that's, that's the funniest thing. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, down there past the bicycle shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he started walking to the door and he was, he was taking, we well, didn't know it. He was taking them canes out of his hand the whole time. And the man didn't know it. And he's he just laughing. He said, well, man, it was so good to see you. And he's standing up tall. Well, he's walking like this. And John G. Lake had the canes behind his back. <laughs> John opened up the door for him. And he says, well, come see me sometime. Yeah, there. He says, I sure will. So it was a long haul. And so John G. Lake let him get way down the hall. And he said, hey, hold up the canes. He says, you want these things? This is in the book. And the guy looked around and he says, Ah, oh, to hell with him. He said, that's what John G. Lake said, that's what I thought. <laughs> I got a back room full of them. <laughs> to hell with them. Boom. Glory be to God. Now, what was he doing? <clears throat> Didn't preach one scripture. Didn't even try to convince him. What was he doing? Now, if I had uh, COVID, I could give it to her real easy. Couldn't I? Or you. Cough in your face, lick you. <laughs> she don't like it. That's one of my, my little quirks when we're traveling sometimes. She don't like it. I, I'll reach and get her hand and I'll lick her hand. And she said, what are you doing? I said, I just saw that sign that starts, it says liquor. And I lick her. <laughs> Y'all try that sometime. I'll, now I'll do that kind of like when we're on vacation or something like that. I don't do it during the week, you know, every time. <laughs> See, I wanted, I wanted to stay, I wanted to stay fresh and special. So, <laughs> we're in Colorado, <laughs> going back to these meetings all day long. <clears throat> and I, I had had some allergies, and I never seen an allergist, but but uh, I was supposed to have an appointment. And she couldn't see me, you know, like make an appointment. We come see, I don't know, four years or so, whatever. Just like people could be dead by the time they saw you. And uh, I got to the meeting, and my eyes were so swollen. Never been like a smile. I, the the eyelids, and I couldn't even see out of my left eye. Curry preaching, I'm going like that. Just trying to see, you know, <laughs> itching, burning. They say, don't touch him. I said, yeah, okay, don't do it. And uh, <laughs> didn't happen until I, like that until I started to go to a meeting. Huh? But we, every time we, we started to pass by and get to our room, there'd be that liquor store. And I reached to get her and she says, stop licking me. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. You, you, you know when they got completely better? Soon as the meeting was over. But I, I was just sitting here watching him go down there, lay hands on everybody. In about 12 months, there was a little old, old lady sitting in a wheelchair. Look how she was in her late 80s, real frail. And he just got down real quiet and talked to her. And then he went on and prayed. I think I told this last Sunday. I told y'all of church. And the, he just prayed for her and then he walked off and he went about four more people. And the people started going, woo, woo, woo. Curry didn't even look around. He just kept on laying hands on people. And after a while, the whole place erupted. Woo, woo, woo. And this little woman, she, she got out of a wheelchair and she started walking like this. <laughs> and the people who brought her were like, we ain't never seen nothing like that before. And, like, and walking like this. And then Curry looked around because he was like, what, what, what's going on behind me? He was so focused. And that little lady got out of the wheelchair. And she was, man, she was doing the two, whatever. She was doing it. Right? And here's, here's what Curry didn't do. Wow! <laughs> it works! <laughs> he just went and he said, Praise God. And he kept on doing what he's doing. Huh? What will these do? Now, there's two destroyers in the world Satan's one, who's the other destroyer? He never thought about it that way, have you? Which team are you on? He came to give us life, Zoe, and life. More abundantly. I didn't really understand that, that verse the way correctly for years. And a lot of people used the, and nothing wrong with this. They've used the, the name, they've used that as a church name. You've seen like Abundant Life Church. But it doesn't really mean that if you just, if you just do a simple study. He came to give you life, Zoe, the life and nature of God, in abundance. Well, we preach that a lot of times because it includes, you know, life and salvation includes abundance, prosperity, and such as that. But, 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 but they preach a whole series on abundant life, you know, blessings and the increase in finances and all such as that. But that's not really what that verse said. He said, I, he, said he came to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus wouldn't turn around and say, verse said, but I came to give you jewelry, money, and nice cars. Would he? No, he said, he came to steal your life, but I am the author of life. And I, what I'm giving you is life. Oh, by the way, it will come to you in abundance. Many, many translations says, says until it overflows. What's the overflow for? It's for you. It's for you to give out someone else. That you got so much of this life in you, this Zoe life. I mean, your nickname might be Sparky. <laughs> now, how, how, how do you get it to that place where you, where you, you, you begin to meditate on these, who you are in Him? So, let me finish with this point. I can finish in 30 seconds. One minute. One minute, 30 seconds. Two minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who, who gave me two minutes, please? That's two, four, six, eight. That's 12 minutes right there. Praise the Lord. No. See, People would do things that don't things. They, they sell themselves short because Satan come to put a cap on you. He came, he came with a hammer to put a cap on you. But Jesus came with a crowbar to pop it off. Because in him, see, you're unlimited. And, and, and we, don't, 
we don't do things or not do things because of your IQ. You, you know how you measure your IQ? By what's in God. Amen. See, here's how you spell IQ in God. Y'all ready? You want to get this now. Here, here's how you spell IQ in the things of God. Ready? No one said they're ready. ready. Right. Y'all say you ready out there? H O L Y S P I R I T. What's that spell? That's your IQ. Huh? Because he lives in you all the time. But you have to be aware of that. Talk, talk to him. See, we, we, we know that, but we don't live like we know that. He really wants a, a, a relationship with you. He loves, he loves you and wants to talk with you. And he wants to talk back. You say, well, I don't even know if I hear him. Well, sure. Can, can you hear me right now? Can you hear me? Huh? How about, everybody can hear me? Can you, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? All right. Y'all close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Now tell me who's speaking. Can you hear me now? Who's speaking? Who? Who y'all thought that was Bill C. speaking? Did you have your eyes closed? How'd you know it was Bill? You know his voice. How do you know his voice? Oh, because you know him. Oh, that's how this thing works. You know his voice because you know, because you spent some time with, therefore you know. Is he hard to hear? Jesus said, my sheep know my, and the voice of a stranger they won't. All right, y'all close your eyes again. Can you hear me now? Who's that? No, that was Bill. <laughs> that was Bill again. Y'all believe that? You don't believe it. I can't make you believe it. How many of you one more time? You, you, you think that was Bill's first, right? Who was who next? But are you sure that wasn't Bill's voice disguise? So you won't follow me in that. Because you don't believe it. A voice of a stranger, you won't. Oh, sound like you're really good at this. So if we can't hear him, it's because we don't know him. But it's not hard to know him. He's just right there on the inside. You ain't got to reach the heavens. You ain't got to look up. Just look down. He's right there in your belly. And mine's getting closer to him all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I can put a coffee cup on top. It's like, sorry about this. I didn't mean to use it for a coffee table. <laughs> Pick your crumbs off at the ball game. Praise the Lord. God's so good. Hallelujah. Some of y'all just need to laugh. You, you, you're under some type of funk. I don't know what it is. I mean, some of y'all just need to, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like, just, just let it go. Come on. Satan kind of put the cap on. Jesus can't pop it off. I want y'all to leave here with the, with the top popped. 
Hallelujah. Come on, let's pop a top. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, y'all didn't do that right. One, two, three. Yeah. Hallelujah. Just go ahead and let a few hallelujahs rip. Hallelujah. 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 Casting, how many of you cares? For he what? You know, you know who cares for you? The Father. Take the Father on that one. It's okay to say God. It's okay to say Jesus. But say Father. Th think, think of Father this week. If you can, replace the word God for a week with Father. See what, we'll see what happens to you next week. Every time you pray, say, say Father, I want to talk to you. Come to him as father. Whether you had a good relationship growing up or not, you know what a good one probably we should look like. And see yourself going that way. And watch how your week turns out. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace. And you, when you come, he said, come boldly. And you will receive grace and mercy. And uh, He said, I'll help you in your time of need. Amen. Now, do you joints... Before we leave here, doing real good. I, I command those joints to continue to increase in, in the sense of healing. I command all, every bone <laughs> to be restored. The joints, the marrow, the correct lubrication in Jesus' name. I rebuke arthritis and, and all the itis brothers. I command them to go in the name of Jesus. That's the spirit. You say, well, no, that's a certain kind of food. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Did Adam have the problem with it? You say it was because of what he ate. No. No, no, more, no more than Samson, the secret to his success was long hair. Long hair is not what kept Samson strong. Because I had plenty of it when I was 16 years old. <laughs> I was always doing it. Maybe that's why I ended up with some neck problems later when I got on. <laughs> I'd go down the hallway, you know, between some certain go come out. Oh, baby. <laughs> Dangling on my shoulder. I, I like, Look over here, baby. No one looked at all. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> my city of state of Michigan, that's like un not very intelligent. I just walked down the hall. Like, Huh? The the prom, uh, or the 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 secret to it, the secret to it was not the length of his hair; it was in the obedience not to cut it. Yeah. Had nothing to do with her, right? I mean, everyone asked Brother Hagen, didn't people who got to see Jesus in the vision, and we always and I I understand everybody want to know what he looked like physically, right? I I understand the curiosity. But there was greater matters you could have asked him. Brother Hagin said, I've been asked that so many times. He said, I've had eight visitations with Jesus, and everybody wants to know we know what he looked like. He said, so here we go. He said, I would say he's 5'11". I would say he was 180, 185. His eyes was blue, and he had, he had dark hair. And it was, uh, he said, it was like right, right there, right here. And uh, uh, he pierced his lip. 
No, I didn't. But it wouldn't matter if he had. He still has piercings. I did that on purpose to set y'all up. I'm sorry. He still has piercings. Because he'll be the son of man forever. One mediator between God and you. One man stood in. He said, someone's going to have to mediate this. If I don't, they're going to have to take this, but I'll take it for them. And the, and the man, Christ Jesus, stood in and took our place. He says, then all the sin of the world came upon him. Every disease, every sin, he became guilty of everything at one time. And the father couldn't even talk. Mm, mm. And death, just like that. But he satisfied the debt. And there's no debt against you. By the grace of God, you become who you never would have been. You got abundant grace going through you right now, Jesus. Now, praise God.